0: And a good Saturday morning to you on this uh, holiday weekend. We are awaiting your home improvement type of questions. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. In fact, while we're waiting, let me give you uh, that phone number. It's also the text number, and uh, you know it. It is 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226. Andy Lindis, good morning. Good morning, Denny. How are you? I'm doing quite well. We've missed you the last couple of uh, weeks. I hope you've had uh, some good time away.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, got a lot of family time. Uh, got uh, a couple of kids yet back from college. They all they start to head out tomorrow. So it's been a been a fun couple of weeks. Had a great uh, Thanksgiving. Couldn't uh, really couldn't ask for a better couple of weeks. To be honest with you.
0: Did anybody get any hunting in?
1: We did. Um, put it this way. Uh, if we were uh, as uh, bad at roofing and home improvements as hunting, uh, you wouldn't be having us on this phone call, <laughs> on this uh, radio show. <laughs> we, uh, we're really good at sitting in the woods and looking at nature, put it that way.
0: Well, that's kind of nice, too. Uh, it is. Just, just, just to get away, I was thinking about you just yesterday, um, and this is here in my home, and I'm, I'm walking out, in, and I'm in my driveway about to uh, get in my car. And I look over to my neighbor's driveway, and there's some construction going on, and uh, there's a dumpster. And, and right alongside the dumpster, standing there, looking at me, is a six, seven-point buck, hmm. this big buck. To me, it's huge, right? Yeah. And it sees me and walks around the dumpster toward me. And I'm thinking, w- wait, wait a minute. You go find yourself a girlfriend. Yeah, I, I, don't need <laughs> you. I don't need you near me. But it, it, it almost was, I thought about it later as I ran, scrambled into the car. Uh, this guy was coming right uh, toward me. And I thought either he was going to take issue with me as a buck, and I'm trying to shoo him away. Or he was almost like he was expecting me to feed him something.
1: Yeah. Now my, I know the, the, I've had
0: issues with with uh, at this time of year and in, in you know the rut season with the bucks near my storage shed and uh, them huffing and puffing and stomping their feet, whatever that. You know. And I'm, uh, but yeah, I thought about you. I thought you could probably use the uh, my neighborhood.
1: <laughs> you know, it's uh, I tend to get a picture from my uh, from my wife of the deer in the yard while I'm in the woods as well. But uh, no, no surprise in that they're challenging the other alpha male in the neighborhood. There, Denny, seeing who's no, the dominant, yes. uh, the dominant fellow in the neighborhood.
0: Yeah, my goodness, I don't think I moved as ever that quickly to get in the vehicle. <laughs> to tell you the truth. All right, we're we're going to talk home improvement as we always do uh, this hour, and uh, we'd love to hear from you if uh, you have any question. Could be about uh, uh, a lot of folks this time of year know are, are, are thinking about insulation. Uh, we'd love to talk about insulation and another thing uh, this is a great time of year andy as you know uh to plan ahead right uh, no folks i know they're calling Lindas about things like especially like maybe a new deck uh or maybe windows am i right on that this is a great time of year to be planning
1: yeah you know um we're all af- all all facets of our business are going really, we're really busy. So whether it's siding, windows, roofing, decking, you you name it, we're going to be busy and we're going to be busy in the spring. So if you're looking at getting home improvement done in the springtime, now is as good a time as any to plan it, but right now, what what we we're, we're seeing most of our calls and most of the people calling us about is about trying to prep their house for winter. So believe it or not, uh, you know, I listened to and we some of the lines are recorded and I try to listen to incoming phone calls uh, you know a couple of times a week and just to see what's going on. and people are wanting us out like they're tomorrow to address things. And when you get into that situation, this is when you make emotional decisions, Denny, and, and you, you tend to choose a contractor that, that you're not going to be happy with. So just that's why I always talk about spring home improvements in the fall because the people that are starting to plan that stuff right now are going to be way better off than the ones that, you know, they their significant other looks at them and goes, oh, I thought you were going to get the deck done this year. And so they start calling around in May to have a deck done and find out that the good deck builders can't have it done till August or September, and they end up choosing somebody else, and then they end up having to pay us to fix it. That's usually how it goes.
0: Isn't that true? Boy, I've heard that song many times. Uh, i tell you what. There's a related question, but I want to get a phone call. Jeff is calling in from Mora, Minnesota, I do believe. Uh, Jeff, good morning, Jeff. What is your question for Andy?
1: I'm wondering how often I have to replace deck boards and when I should replace them because I've got an older deck uh, that on a house we just purchased that uh, needs some TLC. And how do I what do I do for those screws that uh, like those chips t- purchased that uh, need some TLC and how do I? What do I do for those screws that uh, like those tickers when you're shoveling snow and stuff that stick up a little bit? I've tried using uh, screws, you know, to get the screws out, and I've tried chisels. I've tried all kinds of things to try to get them up or down. Um, you know, removing those screws if they are stripped and you can't countersink them anymore is something you're going to have to do. As far as replacing the the like a you know, hacksaw or sawzall sometimes, uh, if you're removing those, uh, those boards, you might have to get underneath there with that. And as you put on these new boards, look at the, you can look at the, I think it's a camo system, and there's systems that you can put on the actual, the, the framing itself, so you're actually putting the fasteners up from the bottom. That way, you, any screws that do come loose, you don't have to worry about hitting it with your shovel and, you know, giving yourself the old pull bolt off the deck. I've uh, <laughs> been there a few times. Um okay. It, as far as replacing the boards, you know, it's pretty obvious when a board isn't you can't be sanded and refinished. If it can be sanded and refinished, I'm telling you. The decks, one of the the, the prettiest decks I've ever seen was a 25-year-old cedar deck that we sanded and refinished. The character that that wood had, it just, it just turned out. It was gorgeous. I don't think you could buy brand new cedar and make it look that way. So I, I just, and, and and people underestimate how much sanding can actually do. You know, you you take off a quarter inch of 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 the board, and most of those uh, those old deck boards are five quarter. So you know, you have you, you still have substantial enough. You you should be able to sand once or twice with your cedar deck, and and save most of that wood. Now. If you're going to have to be replacing some boards, again, sanding, using a brightener conditioner afterwards, because as you sand, the all, just like the mill glaze, Denny, you know, it's going to close the pores of the wood, that heat. So that mill, that, that, that brightener conditioner is going to open that back up and then choose a, a darker stain because that's going to make the new wood show less obvious.
0: Very good. I'm getting a bit of a signal here to take a, a quick break. If you have any kind any kind of a home improvement question, could be decks, could be insulation, could be roofing, gutters maybe. Uh, just give us a call or send a text, whichever is easier. Just one number to for you, either a phone call or text, and that number is six five one four six one nine two two six. Right now in the Twin Cities, we moved up to twenty five degrees. We should hit about 32 today, maybe 33 tomorrow. Uh, A chance of some flurries today, a little better chance tomorrow, but tomorrow will be a windy day. Keep that in mind if you're uh, heading out on the the road. But warming up later on this coming week. We'll talk more weather as we move through this hour, our home improvement show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. Call us, text us with any kind of a home improvement you may have on your mind, 651-461-9226. Uh, texter said this, uh, Andy, my basement gets cold in the winter. I'm thinking of adding a couple of baseboard heaters. I know I need a dedicated circuit for this, but in my case, not a new circuit board. I was quoted around two thousand dollars, which seemed kind of high, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. They say,
1: w- "What would you say, Andy?" Well, um, electricians are, are aren't cheap. Um, It's—I don't know, Denny. I don't know. I've even when I'm doing stuff myself, it's hard to spend under a thousand dollars on home improvements. You know um and and that's with me doing all of the labor myself with with where materials are so if it's two grand and that includes all of the materials the baseboard heater putting in a new circuit breaker you don't have have to put in a new doesn't like a a service but he, he needs a dedicated breaker i'm guessing there's room on his panel to add a breaker and that alone it's two grand doesn't seem outrageous by by i don't know denny when's the last time you had any electrical work done
0: uh, it's been it's been a few years, but that does not seem out of place at all. Like you said,
1: yeah, not these no. days. No, I think uh, not at all. Uh, it's uh, hundred and fifty dollars an hour is is pretty standard for two craftsmen to be at your house or two journeymen to be at your house. Is what, what, what I'm what I'm seeing in the industry. So you think about that a day of labor. Um, no matter which way you do it, you know you're not good, it's, it's going to be a day. And, yeah, well, two grand seems about right. Yeah, in- indeed.
0: Uh, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, this, this time of year is a great time of year if you're planning on any remodeling or maybe you want to get new windows or whatever the case may be, insulation uh, but or decking, especially something like you want to enjoy in the summertime uh, mm-hmm. and you want to make sure you're geared up. You, uh, Andy, over the years, especially in recent years, have talked about the cost of supplies, where are we now with, uh, you know, you have always said, if you uh, want, uh, you know, a new deck next year, now's the time to start planning. What about those kinds of supplies? What about uh, the materials?
1: You know, oh. I think there's there's some new one. I think uh, the last three, four years. We've held off on maybe some of the innovation that, that the industry has been known for over the last 20 years. Like, it, seems like, it seemed like every year we were getting new materials. Well, we've been so busy the last four years, that all went to the back burner. Manufacturers couldn't keep up supplying us with what we already you know known and use, let alone try anything new. So there was no room, uh, no capacity in the manufacturing facilities to, to, to make anything new. And this is why most of the manufacturers seem to, if they trimmed down anything, it was the best of the best products out there because the majority of the contractors don't use the best of the best. They use what we call contractor grade, which is the mid-level price point products that most manufacturers make. When I say most manufacturers, every major siding manufacturer, every major window manufacturer, every major shingle manufacturer, GAF included. The the Timberland HDZ shingle is the it's a fantastic shingle, but it's a price point shingle in Lindus Construction's eyes. It's what most contractors use, and we don't install it almost never unless we have to match a color. We install the Armor Shield or the Glenwood shingle, and and most contractors don't. Same thing when you like uh, take uh, Marvin windows. We install the Infinity window and the Ultimate window. None of their other lines. They're Anderson windows. We install the 400 series. That's it. LP. We install the best of the best finishes that they have. That's it. None of their prime products. We won't use a single painter. We won't use any of the other painters in in the area because we can't trust the warranty. Danny, the most important part of my job isn't necessarily finding the best prices for our customers. It's making sure that the person that sits in my seat 30 years from now isn't dealing with a bunch of materials that that we installed in in, in 2020 to 2040. You know? and and so I, I really it's that's been the hardest part is is finding and sourcing the best of the best materials and one thing I'm most excited about is yes the pricing has stabilized but it seems like the the gravitation towards excellence is happening again in the manufacturing world where they're starting to care about the products that they're putting out there more and more like they want to have the best of the best they want to have something that lasts forever and the insurance industry is helping things along with that as well. You know, you can't talk home improvements and supplies and material prices without the insurance industry because they're getting their hands in there as well. And not only in how we deal with it, what the total prices are, um, maybe how we repair jobs. Just because uh, if you look at home improvements across the country, the percentage of the home improvements done because of storms seems to go up and up. And I can tell you this, Denny, I'm not a not a climatologist i don't know much about global warming or anything i can just tell you this that uh, i have contracts and paperwork going back to 1978 and there's no mention of storm restoration work or hail until 1998 that's uh, the bloomington storm hmm. you know so we just we just never really dealt with it and it seems like until the late 90s
0: you're talking about good material, and I know uh, in good companies. That uh, if people call up Lindis and say, "Say we we want uh, some new windows," mm-hmm. and uh, they really like the sound of those Marvin windows, you talk about a good company. And I'm not plugging them for any particular reason, but I mean that that is there's a there's a reason, a good reason why you guys uh, recommend, uh, and you've got good windows there, and you put in other kinds too as well, good ones. Yeah. But uh, that that they really back up. I mean, you you're never at a loss, right? If you use uh, Marvin Windows as far as replacement parts and stuff.
1: Correct. Um, one, you're always going to be able to service them, and, and be able to get parts. Two, you shouldn't have to. That's why I I, I choose the the products that we do. Denny, forever, I'd, I'd go to these peer networking groups, and it, one my biggest pet peeve was the amount of contractors that would always hang their hat on. You know, when we screw up, we go out and fix it. You know, when we screw up, we go out and fix it. We, we make it right. I'm like, well, that's nothing to be proud of. How about don't screw up? Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, how about first-time quality? What can we do to install this project the, the, the very first time? Make sure, like every single division, the biggest stat we look at is the amount of service work that that division creates. No one makes money on service work. The homeowner gets upset. The installers don't make as much money. The company doesn't make as much money. The manufacturers don't make any money because you're not buying new products. So if you're doing a lot of service work, it's not a recipe for success for long term. And yeah, and sure. and just making sure you never have to worry about that stuff. And partnering with good people like GAF, LP, Marvin, that's important. It's really good it names. Really is.
0: Hang on, Andy. We're going to take a break and have a look at that forecast to see what you and your crews are up against this, uh, this coming week. looks pretty good, actually. Yeah, uh, if complain. you have any kind of a home improvement question, you'll have uh, about a half hour, another half hour to go on the show to uh, get some answers. So call us or text us with any home improvement that's on your mind. Six five one four six one nine two two six. 651 Weather straight ahead here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Hope your holiday is going well. We are in the midst of our Home Improvement Show here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, lindusconstruction.com. If you want to get in touch with those good folks, 8449-LINDUS. Easy number to remember. We also have a phone number ourselves uh, for any kind of home improvement question you may have. It's also a text number. Same number, 651 461 9226. Andy Lindis helping us out this morning with uh, any kind of home improvement question you may have. Here, here is uh, another one, Andy. Uh, Texter says this, we have a cabin in northern Minnesota, recently had all of the existing siding replaced with LP side. Good for you. Good stuff. How soon after is it, is it installed? Should the required caulking be applied? Also, should the caulking be installed where the siding meets the soffit system? What do you think of those questions?
1: Um, Yes, to where if it's not going underneath the soffit, you didn't replace the soffit, then, yeah, you're going to have to, to, those exposed edges are going to have to be sealed off. But the caulking usually happens for us right when we install it. Um, Now, there's times where it's too cold to install the caulking, but it's not now. Like, it's as long as it's getting above freezing, you're going to be okay. Um, A trick, OSI quad caulking makes caulking uh, the, the two best finishes for LP side are the Expert Finish and Diamond Coat Finish, and they make caulking to match both those colors. And as long as it's above freezing, you should be able to install it. But you want to keep that caulking stored in, like, room temperature. And we get um, complaints every now and then, Danny from leaving our vehicles running in driveways. Oh, yeah. But it's because we're trying to keep the, the caulking warm. Or whatever you know, glues, paints, and in, in, and things of that nature that can freeze, and when it when it's you know fifty sixty degrees, it's much easier to work with and applies much easier, and more consistently. So it's just uh, something you have to do this time of year is for now and then you got to leave the uh, leave leave those things in the driver's seat and leave the truck running, and keep it warm throughout the day so it works right. Makes sense.
0: Uh, listener brings up uh, LP side you know we've talked about that for years i can't even remember when you brought that uh, that to our attention could it be 10 years ago
1: um or oh more? easily i uh i have videos installation videos looking back to like 2010 hmm. on lp smartside um, on how to properly you know put the proper if you go to youtube construction instructions got a, an extensive uh YouTube library, uh, you can see how to flash LP SmartSide, how to put the proper details in there, how to proper caulk it, uh, how to install Diamond Coat, how to use their rigid stack products, how to do their corners. So we've we've done a... And then that's basically everything. Marvin, roofing, leaf guard, y- you name it. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel and, and watch how we install it.
0: That's great. Uh, and, and about, uh, strictly speaking, LP SmartSide... Is that would you say that's the siding most people who are getting new siding request or the people still love uh, 90%. steel and
1: vinyl? Ninety percent of them um use choose l. p. smart side when you start to look mm-hmm. at the pricing and the warranties of what vinyl seamless steel seamless steel is still a great product. Don't get me wrong, um, but just aesthetically, I think more people like the way l. p. looks than 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 seamless steel what i what i like more about the lp than seamless steel is expansion and contraction that happens with steel and no matter how good you are at installing it so the the rule is if you ever look at vinyl and and steel siding you notice like the, the nailing fin has an elongated hole you know it's about an inch long and you're supposed to put the nail in the middle of that hole snug not tight so as the exciting expands and contracts it's got room to move problem with steel and it's not on every house big long runs that are southern facing seem to be the worst but you'll hear popping sounds so what happened is is that steel starts to expand it builds a pressure and then pops and then builds a pressure then pops and uh, my old my old uh, garage we, we tried a new finish uh that was popular with metal roofing, Kynar and Hylar finishing, which is great on metal roofing. You know, it's a soft finish. It's not really a great siding finish. It scratches easy and it expands and contracts a lot. Uh so it's it's it sounded like popcorn going off when the sun hit that that, that in the fall, you know, it uh it, the, the, when we have those big 30 to 40, 50 degree swings in temperatures in a day, it uh yeah, it's a uh, it's it's annoying.
0: Text number is the same thing as the phone number, and that number is 651 461 Texter says this, Andy, uh, 60s brick ranch, new Anderson windows back in 2010, new furnace in 2012, heat set at 70, and to win- in the winter, there is moisture on the inside of the windows. Any idea why? We talk about this yes. a lot.
1: Yeah, um, not all New windows are created equal. Either I don't know what series of windows that the that, that from that particular manufacturer put in there, but even the their their best of the best windows that they have, the 400 series, um, which for my eyes is markedly better than the renewal product as far as energy consistency and in air movement goes. But having said that, that 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 window is still going to be have a colder surface than like our infinity window by Marvin is. So, your condensation rating is going to be more. Meaning, if your humidity level is above 50% in your house, those windows are going to get water on them. Because what's happening is that warm air is hitting that cold surface and creating condensation. So, you've got one of two options. You can either put a better glass pack in that's not going to get as cold as the one that you currently have, or you need to lower the humidity in your house. Most people choose to lower the humidity in their house. And that's something you're going to have to, to measure. As it gets below 30 degrees, below 30% should be standard. I, I keep my house at 40% humidity. I, I've had pretty good luck with that, Denny. But it, like, the U of M put out that chart years ago where it says even like below zero, you're under 20%. That's just It's almost impossible to do, and it's not a very comfortable living. I found that my house works well. I don't have any condensation issues. I set my dehumidifier system in my basement at
0: 40%. Now, this is, now for those that don't have, like, a whole house system like that, I mean, there's always a dehumidifier. But as far as measuring that level of humidity, can't you just buy, it's not expensive, right?
1: Just Yeah, 15 bucks. you can buy a humidistat online or go to your local hardware store and, 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 and ask for one. You can buy one, and it'll tell you exactly what is happening in your home. And sometimes it's changes like uh, you got to make sure you run the bath fan when, when you take a shower. Uh, you got to make sure that you're running your range hood when you're, when, when you're cooking. All of, all of those things add moisture to your home. And, and the, what, we, what we have to understand is when we have that, that warm air that's meeting cold surfaces, if that's happening in your wall and that condensation happens in your wall, that's when mold and rot happens. Or we get into attics, Denny. And there's been so much of that, that air that's gone into the attics. It's hitting that cold surface in there. It's frosted over. And then as it, that frost melts, it's like it's raining in attics. I've been in attics where I come out completely drenched because it's, it's that humid in there. That's, that's not a recipe for, for healthy living at all. You're going to end up with mold and, and probably some, some, some respiratory issues if that doesn't get addressed. So it's always, this time of year, it's, it's one of the things that we try to inspect on in every home we visit.
0: I'm thinking you know when when during the winter time when we have really sub zero like twenty below weather, it's not unusual even with really good windows to have maybe the bottom quarter inch or three quarter or whatever with a little bit of moisture right That's not the end of the world, is it?
1: It's not the end of the world, but if it's a wood window and that's yeah. not addressed, that leads to the finish deteriorating faster than it should or the actual window itself rotting out so if you're letting that moisture happen on your windows denny and your windows are only 10 years old what if those windows they like they, they start to rot and they only last 15 years it could be the difference of 35 years you know good windows should last you you know 30 40 50 years denny and with the manufacturers that we have around here with with you know anderson pella and marvin we can get parts for for for, for windows pretty easily and it's not uncommon that we when we when we go to homes that were built in the you know the in the in the fifties it's original windows, so th- there's a way to do it, but you need to maintain it. And one thing about the homes of, of yesteryear, Denny, and why we didn't see this a lot is because they leaked <laughs> air a lot more.
0: Oh yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> you know that we, was we, the trade off. It was the trade off. So we've tightened up our homes, we have made them more energy efficient, but we've also added we've upped the humidity level in our homes in some cases, and and that now needs to be addressed. April air systems people that have whole home humidifiers, you really, really need to look at those and adjust those throughout the seasons. If you have your whole home humidifier set in November where you have it set in June, then you know it's just, just a, something you need to address and, and take a look at. And more often than not, my advice to people that have those is to stop using them.
0: Hmm.
1: Turn them okay. off completely.
0: Turn them off. All right, Andy, hang on. We'll uh, take a bit of a break here. Uh, we have time for more questions. In fact, we'll pick up on our uh, text messages when we come back. If you want to call in or text in your home improvement question, we still have time, 651 Here in the Twin Cities, we moved to 25 degrees. Hope to see maybe 32 today, maybe 33 tomorrow. But tomorrow will be uh, not only a chance of sm- snow, but a windy day, 32 today. Maybe 33 tomorrow, but tomorrow will be uh, not only a chance of snow, but a windy day as well. Keep that in mind. 25 now, here on News Talk 830, WCCO. And again, good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show on this holiday weekend. Denny Long here along with uh, Andy Lindus from Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. We still have uh, some uh, text messages and folks to to help out here this morning, Andy, in the meantime. But I want to tell folks, if you you do want to get in touch with Lindus for whatever project you have in mind, it's a great time of year uh, to get your ideas going and to invite Lindus. And, And maybe we should mention, Andy, that if folks want whatever the case may be, windows, roofing, siding, gutters, uh, insulate, whatever the case may be, that first visit from Linda's to chat about it is absolutely free, right? I wonder if folks know that.
1: Yeah, every visit is free. So you can come out, All all ideas that we give you are going to be free. And a lot of times we will price things out three, four, five, six, seven, ten ways, and uh, no pressure whatsoever. I can tell you, Denny, we, we have enough work. We don't need to, to make it up or pressure people into doing things they don't want to.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So call them eight four four nine Lindis. Listener says this, uh, Andy. We have water dripping on the inside of uh, the range, the range vent fan onto my range. Is there a chance that when my roof was done, that the pipe was not attached to the new exterior roof vent? What do you think could be the problem there?
1: It could, or it could have gotten loose, and so it's getting uh, more cold air to, uh, and it's. So Some, maybe something's different in the attic where that that pipe is is getting cold a lot of times when we see dripping coming out of those 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 types of vents Denny it's condensation that is causing it so if you're noticing it as you're, you're as you're using it that's when you're seeing the the drip happen that means that's because you're warming up that pipe as you're taking out that 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 warm stove air from the, the range hood and that cold, it's meeting a cold surface and creating condensation, and its gravity is going to bring it back down on the range. I doubt it that it's the flashing that's the problem, just because it's going to run on the outside of the pipe typically, not on the inside, and typically that it's not going to come down the range. It's going to find a different way out. But I, having said that, if you just had the roof redone and this is a new thing, it's it's it could be that. It could be something gone bad with the installation. But this is a roof that was done a few years ago, and now you're just seeing it, and chances are it's it's something else going on. But okay. it's worth the inspection. You can look in your attic, and if you can get up there, otherwise, you know, like I said, all free attic inspections at Linda's Construction. We'll let you know if something's disconnected up there. We see it all the time.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. I certainly would feel much better doing that. Um, I don't want to run out of time here before we help everybody. Texter says, uh, as you were talking about moisture buildup in the home and all the different ways to control humidity, could you talk about the air exchanger system that were uh, systems that were installed, and how to properly operate those types of air circulation systems? Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think uh, most air exchanger systems H to minimum or vent depending on the system that you have um, you're going to want to set it to 2040 where they you know it's going to be the minimum that they're going to actually use and bring in the fresh air and most of those systems have the ability to to control the humidity as well so most of those air exchanger systems again air exchanger is different than April air I want people to understand that an air exchanger is different than a whole home humidifier those 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 are different I'm okay with air exchangers getting again we build houses so tight we need that fresh air to come in but typically in the wintertime, we set it to minimum, which I believe is is only going to vent to maybe 20 minutes out of every 60 when, they, when the furnace is running. So I, I th- wow. this time of year, though, we need to set that to minimum, but we're still going to get the fresh air in. Again, most of those systems, also those homes have a humidifier and a way to control the humidity. Setting your humidity closer to 40% is what I would do. Wintertime, they recommend between 40 and 60%. I think the, that's generality. When you think of wintertime, think of the United States as a whole, most of the United States doesn't get below 30, below 20. When we get below zero, our humidity levels are supposed to be in the teens for our homes to not have condensation issues. Hmm. So I, 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 I this time of year, I, I crank it down to 40, and I leave it there, and I, I don't have issues.
0: Another listener just sent a text saying what took care of their moisture on the windows was having an air exchanger installed problem solved. Uh, there you go. Is that, is that now code in all construction? I'm not sure. I mean, we we have an older home, so we don't have an air exchanger. We did have to have a fresh air. Uh, you know, guy came in and drilled a hole <laughs> in the foundation and put, you know, for the uh, furnace, the hot water, or the uh, water heater. Uh, gas whatever gas appliances, uh, uh-huh. that fresh air, fed fresh air. But d- is is it good to have? And no matter what home you have, is it needed?
1: Yeah, I think like I said, we're building houses so tight. The reason why they're we're installing air exchangers is because that was the only way to get good air into the home. So, again, when we when we build the homes as tight and as energy efficient as we do, we got to take steps, and that's why I believe it is code that that those are those are installed in all newcon, but. I'm a remodeler, Denny. I don't get to do that much, and I haven't built anything new in my in uh, for for myself in a while or ever. So I, uh, I I'm not 100% positive on that. I do recall, you know, 18 years ago when I took the licensing test. Something about that, but I I, I can't remember.
0: <laughs> you have people to help you remember.
1: Yeah, you know and like I said, we don't do nucon and, and and we have hVAC people it's not not our specialty you know i i do window siding roofing, decking you name it I'm enough to be dangerous when it comes to plumbing and electrician but uh you know i uh I, I, that's that's it's, it's enough to be dangerous that's about it
0: is there anything uh well here we are uh I shouldn't even be asking you this at the end of november is is there anything can that can be done? Let's put it this way: construction-wise, this winter, roofing, windows—what, what, what still could be done this season coming up?
1: Well, every single one of our crews is still working. We're we're really grateful for that. And, uh, you know, we had a rainier October, but we're still able to accomplish a lot. It's been a beautiful November so far. So yeah, we can do pretty much everything uh, as long as it's not crazy below zero. Denny, for the most part, looking back at the last decade. Most of my people were able to work every day of the year outside of, you know, you know maybe on the worst of the worst winters, a couple of weeks. You know, those crazy polar vortexes. But yeah. having when those happened, we got inside work we can do. But again, does it take longer? Yes. But can you get the same quality of windows, siding, gutters in February as you can in September? Absolutely. It you might take a sure. little bit, but... Yeah. We don't have any higher service on those jobs installed in February than we do in September. And, no, again, that's, that's something that's, we track all the time. Proof is in the pudding.
0: Andy, we got to run. We're out of time. Let's do this again next week. Welcome back, by the way. Thank and, you. And uh, let's hear from you next week.
1: Yes, sir. Have a great day. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, all.
0: And to you, Andy, and your family as well, and all the good folks with uh, Lindis Construction. Now give them a call, eight four four nine Lindis, if you're in need of any particular item—windows, siding, roofing, gutter, whatever the case. Whatever we've talked about, eight four four nine Lindis. Enjoy your holiday weekend right now. Twenty-five degrees in the Twin Cities. Good. To get a few flurries today. Danny Long, thanks for your company.